story starts the same way I'll just do a little bit until Sunday And now I don't even know who I am Not that I ever really did What you did you hit it's in your head or make decisions? And when you meet the devil, he will always say he isn't Once you in your head, it's in your head until you didn't Once it's in your head and then your head becomes a prison Everybody talks about potential Someday that boy will be something special But no one bothered to tell him not that it would change things if they did You gotta take sides Once it's in your head, you leave your head on big decisions And when you meet the devil, he will always say he isn't Once it's in your head, it's in your head until it isn't And once it's in your head, then your head becomes a prison did you take it or did it take you? It's working. Hello. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm well. I'm sorry for the delay. It's quite all right. I was uh, getting, I got my speaker account all back up and running. Yay! So that puts us back on iHeartRadio because we haven't been. That's fucking good news. Um, I don't have any recent stats, but goddamn October was good. <laughs> um, we're getting really good. Our listenership's not up, but our downloads are way up. Wow. Like... 37 downloads for 41 episodes, which is unheard of for me, so. Wow, that's amazing. And that doesn't include, that's just the episodes since you started. Holy shit, really? Because it's divided into two different shows on Speaker. There's my show and then our show. It shows up as two different ones. So I can, oh. I, I can get our separate stats just for what's played on Spreaker. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're still, we're rocking 25% in Ashburn, Virginia, and the other 25% are in Edmonton, and 50% oh. in Vancouver right now. So nobody in Ontario is listening? Not, uh, these, these stats only go up till, I believe, October 18th or something like that? No, that's right now. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't remember now. I'm gonna have to. It's it's they're they're old stats though. They haven't been updated since the account got shut down. So basically, that's yeah. just September stats. Yeah, but I was expecting all those motherfuckers that I worked with all said they're gonna check out things. Well, that's maybe fifty percent that did download though. That's the first six months of my existence. Nobody in Vancouver ever listened. I was so choked. <laughs> Like, and now you half of our listeners are in Vancouver. Half of our listeners are in Vancouver, and just Vancouver, oddly enough, um, because is, it does separate it by by municipality. So if that it, is real strange. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but uh, numbers are up, like way up, like looking good. We're 
We're up over total listens are over five five hundred just on Spreaker. Um, <laughs> roughly the so that's the whole show has been listened to, and there's still all the other stations that I can't get. I have to pay to get the stats on everything. Yeah, but uh, Podbean is still rocking. Um, and Spotify and uh, uh, what's the other? Uh, fuck, there's one more that's really good. But even Anchor, like there's like. Uh, over 400 listens on Anchor. Wow. We're getting you like, like You guys really like us. <laughs> I used to get like four a week. We're getting uh, eight or nine per episode. And the people are starting to listen to it the minute I post it. Like, oh, wow. It's, it's, people are sitting around waiting for it, apparently. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. We need to do an episode. It's so fucking cool. I'm, I'm just, I'm getting so excited. Like, we're, we're... We're, we're improving every time, and that's all that really matters. Uh, not that I ever really cared that much, but it's, now it's getting exciting. <laughs> yeah, Cause that's like, amazing. I'm fucking stoked. Uh, one of them, I don't know why it was so popular. I forget what night it was, like three or four episodes ago. Yeah. It got like 12 downloads. Oh, shit. I'll have to look. It wasn't the one about China. I think it might have been the one before that. But it's for some reason it was just like massive. I don't. I gotta listen to it and see what it was about. Did we say anything stupid that that was that the episode where we were saying where we hit like we were, we were saying some pretty mean thing or not mean things but um, uh, tasteless. <laughs> Which I, is usually most episodes. <laughs> I don't remember, but either way, uh, yeah, I'll look it up and let you know. I for some reason Spotify is being shitty. On my phone, I, I don't know why, uh, but I've been listening on Google Podcasts just for the fun of it. Wow, that's fucking great. Yeah, it's really cool. It's just fun. <laughs> um, I didn't even think of an intro. I've been fucking working so much. Um, but let's get to it. Uh, hi there. Oh, shit, what is it? Hang on. Hi there. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> It's October the 18th, 2018, and I'm Eric. Talking at as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where, goddamn, I'm working so much, I can't make any money. <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> it really is. I used to be make 40 or 60 bucks a day doing stuff, and now I can't because I'm working all the time. Yeah. And, and paycheck was short. Yeah, and I'm being told by my boss, oh, we don't deal with that at the branch level. You have to talk to some Yahoo in Ontario to get my, whatever I'm missing, 10 hours or something. Holy fuck. But apparently it's not rare with my company, so. That's not rare with most companies. They always fuck them up somewhere down the line. This is, this is a problem with the, the way of the world. You know, my, my company is some faceless corporation in Ontario. Um... I don't deal with humans. I deal strictly with email. I've never met anyone in my company. Um, there was never like a real interview process or anything. Um, it's just, and everything is via email. Um, I've never spoken to someone on a phone. Um, it's, it's very strange, but it's the way it's run. So when something goes wrong, I just exchange emails up the line. I don't like it. That's very very, but it's heartless. And I got the job through um, Indeed.com. Yeah. It's like a monster.com type thing. 
I know Indeed. I find that I'm part of Indeed. Yeah, they put out 75 resumes in one day and all these people called, but I never went out and put out a resume and spoke to anyone. You don't do that anymore. You just And it's not even my resume. It's a little online one I filled out. Yeah, 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 I know. I didn't actually look for a job, but I got like four. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking weird, right? It's crazy. I actually went on Monster.com, funny enough, and applied for a bunch of jobs I was way underqualified for, and I got a bunch of interviews. Yeah, um, like for architect and stuff like that. Like there's, just, and I didn't, I didn't go to any of them, but I'm, I, I want to. If I have more time, I will. Cause what if I get hired as an architect? That would be awesome. <laughs> Richard Branson was uh, made a very no head of uh, Virgin. Uh, he made a very funny thing where he said, um, "Apply to the job. Go ahead and apply for the job that you're overqualified for, and figure it out when you get it." Right? Why not? Right. And I also just saw um, that there's a listing of ten companies that are now hiring that don't that used to require a college education but now do not. Oh, really? Uh, Google was one of the big ones. Uh, Apple is another one. And the big thing is because they're starting to recognize that not everybody that's good at certain things excelled in school. At least of which computers. Yeah, um, I, uh, every computer genius I know was uh, he stayed home and fucked with his computer. He didn't go to school. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, that's really cool. Uh, and, uh, yeah. you know, you realize that post-secondary education is fairly meaningless. Um, even in the job world, it's gotten to the point, like, when I applied for that social worker position, uh, yeah. they said, do you have post-secondary education? I said, yeah, uh, four years. Um, they, they didn't ask what it was in, if it qualified me in any way. It just mattered that I did that. Yeah. So it could have been in, you know, basket weaving. It, it wouldn't have mattered. I just <laughs> have to have that on my resume. <laughs> You're an arts major. <laughs> yeah. I'm a philosophy major, dude. That qualifies me for absolutely nothing. No, not even for philosophy. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. I have to go to the teacher's college to apply if I want to teach philosophy. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, on an epistemological level, no, I can't do anything uh, except lay around and think about shit. <laughs> I get to contemplate. I do, and then I get to uh, go over in my mind, hmm, whose uh, who's method of contemplation am I using today? Fuck. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> um, I was supposed to write, I was supposed to write the great Canadian novel by now, uh, because there hasn't really been one. Um, Not like I had a great Gables. <laughs> yeah, but that's only great in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted I wanted to be a uh, I I guess Douglas Copeland is close, but he is nonfiction. I wanted to who's someone I'm, I want I would I don't want to say Stephen King because it's so pedestrian, but I really wanted to be like the next big uh, like just my book. When you think of books, that's one of the that's one of the authors you mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I want to be that. Uh, it's supposed to have happened a long time ago. Um, as I've said, and I've bitched on this show many times about it, but uh, Christopher Nolan really fucked up my plan with his movie. Yeah, but you, I think you're missing the bigger picture here. The reason why that hasn't happened yet is because it's been you've been your your destiny has been waiting for this podcast to start. I think you could be right. 
now that we're starting following people starting to listen, our name eventually is going to start getting out there. That's when you're able to release the book because now people at least know who you are. I did go far enough this weekend to search uh, Google searches of all the top podcasts in the world. Yeah. Um, we're, we're not on any of the top ten lists. Then get uh, I'm, 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 I'm not surprised. Uh, we're not, <laughs> I, some of them went as far as the top 50, and we're not there. <laughs> but That's okay, you got to think. Anchor alone has three hundred thousand. Like there's, there's, it's at the other end. Yeah, that's a good idea. I wonder if I can do the, the bottom podcast. I bet we're there. The, the least listened to podcasts. Let's start with those. I guess if we can hit one of those, I'd be pretty happy. Well, I think uh, I'm going to start talking to Anchor about our road trip we're planning and see if we can get them uh, behind us on that. Um, you know, maybe helping us advertise it uh that would be awesome because they do uh on twitter i i'm part of the uh sort of a hashtag podcast group where everyone on anchor kind of tweets each other and shares information and music and whatever um, oh, okay and anchor pipes in all the time um with their little two cents that's how i found out about the studio um so I, I will. I can talk to them and say, "Hey, we have this idea. We're not asking for money or anything, but if you want to give it to us, that'd be great." Yeah, I'd be fine with that. At right. least put us up in New York because that shit's expensive. Yeah, shit. Let us stay at the studio. Yeah, I'll sit on a fucking couch. I don't care. I'm. I'm actually. I started working on my boss today, kind of grinding him at the new company I'm at, because uh, there's a thousand square foot office at the back of the warehouse that's empty. Oh. And I'm like, well, that should be an apartment. <laughs> There's a shower um, in the bathroom. And oh. it's a 32,000 square foot warehouse. Um, and they could probably use some night security. It's in a bad neighborhood. Night security and some fucking free money to come in. Why? Well, I, I do it for, like, just, uh, don't, I, you don't have to pay me or anything. Just throw me in the, uh, let me live there for free and I'll watch the place. Well, don't do that because technically that would fuck you. That would end up screwing you out of more money than what it'd be worth. Well, what you do is you tell them, you pay me half wages. At least then you're still getting some money. That's true. But it's still a free that's home. Fun. Yeah. That's saving a crazy amount of money. And there's a, it's 32,000 square feet. I can jam in there. <laughs> I wouldn't have concerts or anything, but I could definitely play some music. Have a podcast studio, so to speak. A really big, spacious one. <laughs> yeah. Where, oh, I'm, I'm working on them. Um, World Pack is a, uh, I don't know if I mentioned I work for World Pack now. Um, it looks like it's going to be a permanent position. It's um, not very well paying, but it's also not work. Um, That's I, a good thing. Uh, people order auto parts. Uh, from various auto parts shops, and we supply the shops with original auto parts. Uh, they're all OEMs that we deal with. Okay. So original manufacturers, like if you need all Volkswagen parts or whatever, then whatever auto shop you go to orders them from us. Um, Can we, you be ordered through directly? Uh, yes. Is it cheaper than going through somebody else? I have no idea about the pricing. 
Uh, I just pick the orders. It comes in, in a, like it prints up out of a printer. I go up and pick it. Now, this is the best part. There's six of us. And everyone's whining about this job. I'm like, there, there's six aisles with letters. Um, and the boss tells me yesterday, my first day was yesterday. He goes, okay, but they're not in order. See, this is T, but that one over there is V. Like, yeah. Oh, He's like, there's no U. Okay. Don't look for U. There's no U. Uh, gee, are you fucking kidding me right now? So, wow. They had a, they held a meeting halfway through the day because people were complaining about how hard it was. So I raised my hand in this meeting and I said, uh, forgive me, it's my first day. But there's six aisles and there's six of us. Have you ever thought about just assigning each person to an aisle? And that's their aisle. So now I'm the king of the place because <laughs> nobody <laughs> has ever considered this novel concept. It was the first thing I thought. So I just assumed that's what it was. But no, no. We have people running 32,000 feet to, to get from T to X, which is six aisles. Um, and no one ever thought, well, maybe give... Yeah, you're, you're A now. You stay in A. When when people need a part from A, you bring it. Oh, my God. You're, this is revolutionary. <laughs> it's not a face car. <laughs> oh, I just, I cannot believe that this is, I don't know how long this company has been in business, but they've not thought of this concept. Um, well, you probably just quadrupled their six times, their six tuples, their fucking productivity. It's ridiculous. Um, they are owned by a corporation called Advanced Auto Parts, and they are the second largest, the second largest auto parts supplier in the world. Yeah, I've, I've heard of Advanced Auto Parts. Yeah, they own us. Um, okay. A great job. It doesn't pay anything, but I don't do anything. I, I, it's, I definitely, they're getting exactly what they pay for, and, and they're paying exactly, you know, I, I walk down the aisle, I pick the party. It's like shopping. Um, <laughs> shopping for somebody else. It's quite a fast pace. We get a lot of orders, uh, but uh, it's, it's set up so stupidly easy that I can't believe there's people complaining about this. I love it. I, I can understand why there's an employment problem, because if you can't handle this kind of a job, then you're just, you should just go live on an island. That, uh, I, I'm just dumbfounded. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be corporate by the end of the week at, at the rate I'm going. So. Wow. You'll be running that place in no time. Oh, you have no <laughs> idea. Uh, it's just ridiculous. Um, I don't know. I can't even describe it. Anyway, enough about me and my boring shit. This is supposed to be a podcast. How is your uh, high, my friend? Well, okay. So, um, uh, I had, uh, just to fill everybody in, so I had um, mentioned it. I thought it would be a nice idea since it's now legal in Canada, as the entire fucking world knows. Um, I thought, fuck it. I'm going to fucking have some live on the air because I do have some. Um, it's um, the funny thing is, is not because I got it from uh, I got it from a friend, and what's funny about that is that it was packed in some very strong scented packs, so it didn't smell. And that's all I taste. Wow! So I actually don't taste any weed whatsoever. I just taste uh, 
Right, I just taste these. This, this on. Uh, it's almost like a bounce dryer seat smell. Right. <laughs> Hang on for one sec. No, keep talking. Just ignore me. Okay. I love it. God bless you. Legally on the air, smoking marijuana. I never thought I'd see the day. That actually sounds very unpleasant to me. I actually, I use dryer sheets for many things. Um, they work much better than Febreze if you just put them around your house. <clears throat> they also do, <clears throat> they do wonders if you just stick a dryer sheet in your shoes every day after work. Your feet will not stink. Um, it's a much, much, much cheaper than uh, uh, odor eaters or anything like that. But I, I don't like the taste. Like even when the, the air, if I, if I can taste the air while a dryer is going, I don't like it. Um, well, probably not, and I'm not a fan of the weed, but, uh, uh, nobody I know, like, that, that, there's been no big celebration, there's been no hysteria, it seems like nobody gives a shit. Apparently there was 100,000 orders online, uh, through the, the government online, whatever, Shopify they're using, I believe. Um, here in BC, there is only one government store open in the province. Uh, it's in Kamloops. Uh, so that's the only, uh, store you can buy it from legally. There's a few dispensaries that manage to remain open. Very few. Um... So I don't, I don't see that this new legislation, at least in my province, has done anything to change anything, except put uh, good business people out of business who couldn't get licenses on time. True. Yeah. Apparently, a very select number were actually granted them, um, and they made the uh, application process very difficult. I've been told. Uh, so what the hell's the point? What are, what what have we done? Just uh, other than putting legitimate business owners out of business, was that the purpose of this whole thing? Do you think? I, I, at, at least in British Columbia, it seems to me that 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 was the intent. The intention, uh, just get these, get rid of these dispensaries. They couldn't do it. Now they have, and they don't seem to be moving forward with anything else. They don't care. Uh, not unreasonable, I suppose. I don't. I, I never understand that stuff. I always assume it's some tax thing. 
Right, you mentioned that. No, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, that's stupid. Because it's not approved by Health Canada, is that? Now, pardon my ignorance, I know you've explained it and just recently, but CBD is the good stuff, right? It's the... It's all the, all the good effects without the high. Is, is that not what we want? Isn't that what we would want to legalize? Like, that should be the one they're focused on. Well, see, that's the part that really gets under my skin about this whole thing. Not that I give a shit. But ask everybody in the country smokes pot. Just fucking ask somebody. Why are they doing this? Oh, we got a study. We got a this. We got a that. No, get a bunch of fucking potheads together. Offer them some weed and ask them what's up. No, see, why that makes absolutely no sense to me. Well, yeah, but that's why we have a legalization legislation that does everything except legalized pot. They they completely missed the mark on this. And I, I don't know, I can see it really just being scrapped uh, by the next government uh, at this point. It's useless. It does nothing. Uh, least of all, the very last thing it does is curb the black market in any way whatsoever. Which should have been the easiest thing to do in the world. There's a liquor store in every town. Yeah, I know. 
it's, again, it's, it's not a hugely difficult process, really, because you've got people in jail for growing large amounts. You just pull them out of jail and say, we're, you're gonna, we're gonna give you a free house, you live for free, we're gonna give you a job. Well, we can't do that because they're not Syrian. Yeah. Sorry, that that was that was wrong. I love my Syrian friends who came here legally, and I know who they are and what they're doing. Um, they're at. Yeah. I oddly enough, I've got some um, pretty strongly opinionated friends at work from Iran who uh, who like them even less than we do because these are the guys who did it right they waited years they went through the process and they're seeing people they know just fucking show up and get what it took them five years to get overnight um, so there are legitimate uh, refugee claimants who are just as mad as we are which never really crossed my mind before um, yeah it was a, a guy at work named Farhad who uh, explained to me his disappointment with it. Because he's, he is now feeling like, why did he bother to do it right? Yeah. It was a great deal of money and a, a lot of red tape and a lot of headaches and a lot of tears and disappointments. And uh, like it took him years to get here and uh, get his family here. And, and people can just do it. <coughs> he's... He's Iranian, not Syrian, but uh, same thing. But uh, that's, you know what I mean. <laughs> I hope you know. I, I hope everybody knows I, I'm just trying to simplify the conversation. I'm not this ignorant. Um, but for, for the sake of time and posterity, I'm just making it simple. Um, oh, I have something we can talk about. All right. This, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm gonna I'm gonna survey people while they walk by. Have you guys smoked pot since it became legal? No, no. The f first four Vancouverites I asked. No, I thought everyone was supposed to smoke pot as soon as it was legal. I thought that was the thing. It's actually harder now. Yeah, it's actually harder now. That's right. Uh, that's funny. That's terrible. Sorry, you had a thing, but I'm gonna continue this survey. You said you had something to talk about. I know if you've been paying attention to anything here lately, uh, there's been a rash of white people, mainly white women, but white people in general, uh, calling the cops on black people for doing day-to-day -day things. Uh, they're calling 911 to have an, an officer show up like it's some sort of emergency because, you know, the biggest was there's a guy on the beach barbecuing legally. Uh, a new one has just come up, and this is absolutely mind-numbing. It's at a kid's soccer game. This black gentleman, father, his son is playing. The referee made a call against his son, and his son was getting frustrated with the referee. Okay. On the sideline, yells out to him and says, Hey, the ref was right. Accept it and move on. No. This kid was getting mad that saying that the ref made a bad call. The father saying, shut your fucking mouth. The ref made a good call. Keep playing the game. Right? Oh. He wasn't angry. He wasn't yelling at the kid. He wasn't mad about it. He didn't swear. He just basically said the ref was right. 
this woman comes up to him and starts bitching him out, saying parents aren't allowed to yell at their kids and tell them how to tell them how to play the sport. Oh my God. And he says, I didn't do that. I was telling my son that the referee was right because he was getting frustrated with the ref. And I told him that that's what he was doing. The ref was right. I didn't tell him how to play the game. I taught him good sportsmanship. Oh, my God. He ends up telling her, I don't need to talk to you anymore. I'm walking away. She calls fucking 911. I don't get it. Cops shows up, interviews the guy, which is all on camera. And the woman is the one that actually initially posted the video. She's claiming that because he said, I'm not, I don't have to stand there and listen to this anymore, and he walked away from her. She claimed that she felt her life was in danger. Of course. And the cops, everybody knows it's fucking bullshit. The woman is actually holding the phone, shaking, acting like she's terrified because this guy is talking to the cop in this extremely casual manner and nobody seems to care. Wow. Has she said anything since? Uh, Publicly? No. As far as I know, this just got posted today today or yesterday. Uh, So people are on the search trying to find out who she is, where she works, so they can notify her company, so they can say, hey, the company should fire this bitch because she's a racist. Yeah, again, we've been down that road, and I don't like that, but uh, I... You know what, though? In the case of this, you really, I mean, you know me, I agree with you on this whole thing. This particular case... You can only call it racism. Oh, it's absolutely racism, but I don't, I don't think you should lose your job because you're racist. I don't, I don't think your opinion, unless it, it somehow affects your ability to do your job. You know, if you're... You represent the company. That's fine, but I, I guess it's the company's choice. I don't think it's our place to demand she be fired. It's got nothing to do with her job that she's an ignorant pig. No, but that's, I think, the, the, well, the moral of it is what people want to do is they want to show that by acting this way, it's not all right. There are consequences for your actions. Right. The cops are levying fines, which I think at this stage they should be doing. If it is an obvious case where it seems like this, when it's an obvious case that this person is doing something wrong, you're fucking calling this one. If you're... should do a fine for, for calling 911. That should be a fine. That should absolutely be a fine. There's people who call 911 because they wait in a lineup at a gas station for too long. It's just ridiculous. Every year they release the top 10 stupidest calls, and every year they're more stupid than the year before. Uh, that should definitely be a fine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just misuse of 911, or even just, uh, if it's not 911, wasting a cop's time. That should be some sort of a fine involved there. Well, there is, there is a fine for making false calls to 911. There is a fine for that, but they're just not finding people. And I think they should. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of states in the U.S., I will almost guarantee you, there are cops that would charge a black man for that, but they wouldn't charge a white woman. Of course. Uh, the fear is, it's the same as the, uh, the rescuers, who are already this year, they've been called out to save the hikers from the bad weather up in the mountains. Uh, and they won't charge these people uh, because they're worried that uh, the next trap person won't call and might die. 
uh, if they fear that they have to pay for their service. Uh, I think it's high time everyone pays for their service. It's ridiculous. Everyone should know better by now. I pay for an ambulance. Why the fuck are I paying for a bell for Exactly. Uh, exactly. I paid 80 bucks for an ambulance. I went four fucking blocks from Waterfront Station to St. Paul's Hospital. It was 80 bucks. $80. I could have walked. I wasn't that bad. I walked from uh, East Van down to Waterfront Station. It was the... the uh, C-Bus people wouldn't let me on the C-Bus and called the ambulance. I didn't call it. <laughs> that was when I was trying to impress a girl on a skateboard. I smashed my face. Uh, tore, yeah, tore half of it off. It was very gruesome. Uh, 17 stitches in my nose alone. Um, yeah, it wasn't pretty. I, I, that was my first concussion, actually. Uh, a lot of fun if you've never had one. I highly recommend it. I, yeah, no, it's one of those situations that we've also talked, you don't think you have a concussion. <laughs> you know. Okay, I am now uh, wandering through beautiful Gastown, historic Gastown, in downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and we're just going to ask people randomly as the show goes on. Uh, here we go. Have you guys smoked weed since it became legal? It was almost 48 hours. Good, good, good. Uh, we got a couple. We're, they're, they're doing it right now. So few, there's some people indulging, but it's downtown Vancouver as well. Now, were they pre-indulgers or did they just indulge because they legal? Oh, no. These guys, they're, they're, uh, they're not newbies, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's Jerry Garcia and look like Snoop Dogg's friends all hanging out right there. So not exactly... A surprise when they all just laughed and said, I don't know what time is it. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'll ask some other people. So, sorry, I, I'm going up, but I just want to keep this up. It's, it's fascinating to me. Um, now, is, this, this whole, uh, you and I brought it up a month ago, I think, uh, probably longer than that now, where these little bits of racism are creeping in to our society. Um, it's little comments, it's little things, and now it's this. You said it's white people calling on black people who aren't doing anything. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. I, I, especially in our country, don't understand why or, where it's coming from. No, it makes no fucking sense at all. Uh, it's, I know it's guys like Jordan Peterson and these fuckers who people are getting behind who are spreading this sort of neocon rhetoric and it gets in your brain and I, maybe people don't even know they're doing it. I, that's what I would hope anyway. No, bullshit. I mean, all these people on cell phones and all these fucking people are on fucking Facebook. There is absolutely no excuse whatsoever. It's, no way. Fuck that. It's, it's, they're doing it because... Well, my big thing is, is I'm starting to actually wonder if these people are actually real or if they actually are, much like the flat earth or save all the strength. Maybe these motherfuckers are being paid actors. Are they being told to do this so they can fan a, a, fan a flame or something? See, that I can see. It, it, it makes no sense because if people are this fucking stupid, if you've gone to the point where you're so 
fucking retarded that you can't talk to a person of another color and without fearing for your life when there's absolutely nothing to be afraid of, you're a fucking waste of space, eat a fucking bullet, and eat a bunch of them. Why is it... Why? I can't wrap my mind around it. I'm so I don't understand why that's becoming a thing here. Uh, it's and I know I've, I'm kind of fanning the flames myself with this thing about the missing Syrians, but I don't believe they're all terrorists or anything like that. I would just like to know who they are. Um, but uh, I, I've never looked at someone from another country and and feared them, or someone from our country who just happens to be of a different skin color. Um, and we never, we didn't, we weren't raised that way. These are people our age. This isn't old, ignorant people. This is, yeah. this is, in my opinion, young people like you and I, who I consider young people. Um, I, I don't get why this is a thing now. It wasn't a thing when I was young, grr. <laughs> oh, I'm not the slightest. This is why none of this makes any fucking sense. Like. I'm just going to go on to the assumption of paid actors because at least that that makes me feel better about society. But, I mean, again, it, it's pathetic. Now, the good news is, is none of this has happened, actually. I don't think this has actually happened in Canada. That's, yeah, well, but we've, we've had our incidents. We, we had the one that brought up the conversation with the lady in the, I think it was at Denny's, who went off on the table full of people of Indian descent who were all Canadian citizens. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah. For some reason, and I don't know why, but because terrorism has been blinded by such a blanket of who it could be. Yeah. For some reason, I can, I can, I'm more likely to understand that than to understand to actually assume that every black man is violent. That's just for, uh, well. Now, here's my reason for this. I'm actually going to give a straight-up reason for this. In in a lot of Muslims and some of those country families, they do believe that it's okay to smack your wife around. That's very true. Very true. But, I mean, I've seen it firsthand. I've watched one of these guy with the turban and the long beard walk down the street, slapping the fuck out of his wife. I went up and I confronted him and told him, I said, you want to smack somebody, fucking smack me, asshole, if you were land yet. Right. And I got his face about it, you know, but knows the second I was gone, she had turned around and she got the beating of her life. I'm sure. But now, to be fair, I've seen white guys do the same thing. Um, uh, but yes, I, I know what you're talking about. I was just stunned to see it. Yeah. Um, I see it more here with children, uh, the way children are disciplined. Um, yeah, but not, uh, not beaten, like, like these guys. Oh my god, did you see the fucking you didn't see Joe Ball this shit? There's a fucking video of a woman whose 13 year old son stole her fucking BMW. Oh, I heard about it. Yeah, take 
Yeah. And the mother chased the kid down the fucking highway and fucking beat him with a belt. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Fucking right. Beat that fucking kid with a belt. He did not make a list of his days. I'm just going to do this. He shut the security system off. Oh, yeah. I, I... In my opinion, he was raised poorly to that point. Um, I wasn't raised with beatings as a fucking kid. That's the type of shit I fucking pulled. It's because I didn't get fucking smacked around enough. The three times in my life I got fucking disciplined by hand, uh, my mother smacked me in the face once, my dad gave me the fucking belt, and when I laughed at him, he gave me the buckle. I will tell you this for a fact, I learned my fucking lesson and both those fucking stuff I did, I never did again. And I can tell you as a fact, uh, being beaten for many, many years, um, my father was incarcerated several times uh, for... for uh, I'm, I'm saying, and you said beat the kid, the kid needs to be beaten with a belt. And I'm just going to say... Uh, not necessarily, because later on in life it causes all kinds of intimacy issues. Uh, it took me a very long time to even want to be touched by another person. Uh, it damages you in, in a lot of ways. So, let me ask you this. Do you think on a situation like that, a simple spanking would have sufficed? Oh, I'm watching a cra- hey, it's a crazy man going crazy. Um, he's, uh, he's just yelling and running back and forth up Water Street, uh, clearly high. Doesn't seem violent. Uh, he's just tweaking on heroin. And either stealing a bike or, uh, just getting on his bike. I can't tell from here, but, uh, that was interesting. I love being in downtown Vancouver. Uh, situation like that, I think, in this is just my personal opinion, um, my daughter doesn't have discipline issues. We didn't let her. Uh, she didn't have the terrible twos. That just wasn't a thing that happened. Um, I, I think there's ways to raise a child so that they don't want to steal your car when they're 13. Now, there's exceptions to everything, but, uh... I, I just can't bring myself to condone. No, a spanking's a spanking. I, I've never done it to my daughter, I, uh, but I, I could see that being okay. But uh, I, I, I don't know situation by situation. I still got to say beating's wrong. I think beatings for no unjustifiable beatings and overreactions are one thing. But teaching your kids that a timeout in the corner when they've done something very wrong is irresponsible and teaches them nothing. You can situate with this fucking kid getting a fucking belt strap across the fucking arm a few times. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You little piece of shit, you stole my vehicle. Oh, no, you broke the law. Thank you. Instead, you got on the highway. You did. You broke so many laws, and you fucking stole a seventy thousand dollar car from me. If I, I just want to interject. I'm on the corner of Canby Street and Water Street. I'm at the steam clock that you love so much, um, and a very kind. What?
the steam clock in Gastown. Uh, there's a very kind gentleman just walked up and asked if I wanted to share the joint he was smoking. So, <laughs> uh, he is quite, quite, quite a bit older than us, but just very content to walk down the street with a joint in his hand. So, right on. There's one guy enjoying the law. That is great. Um. But, I mean, again, nothing's changed out there because you can already smoke and walk down the street anyway. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I guess from an outsider's point of view, it's, it's novel to me. Um, but it shouldn't, because you're living down there. You see people walking around here smoking joints all the time, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, I hate it. <laughs> and I mean, you know, I mean, I saw it. I, I haven't gone a day out there without seeing that. Yeah, no, it's been for... that, And that's what people's big contention is, is why didn't you just leave it alone? Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe people will get high and not beat their kids. Or start beating their kids. Who knows? And this would be a good one if if, if for anyone's going to write in for any reason. The new email address is uh, pretty sure it's not me at gmail.com. Uh, where are you on this? Uh, beating or no beating? Let us know. Uh, there's 150 different ways to get a hold of us. Uh, another real good one is go to our website. It's not just me.simdiff.com and uh, get us on our contact page there. Um, you can contact Gord or I, you can specify, or both if you'd like. Um, and we'll get back to you via email or on the show, and we'll bring you on the show if you so wish. Uh, weigh in on this, let me know where you are on this debate. It's, uh, I don't think it's hugely divisive because it seems to take place mostly behind closed doors, but I'd like to know what people's honest opinion is. And I'm not gonna judge anyone on their opinion, that's uh, not my place to do so. Um, pretty rare for Gordon and I to disagree on something this strongly. Yeah. Um, but it's bound to happen. Um, we hit on a lot of subjects, so yeah, it is definitely bound to happen. <laughs> and uh, I think it's great. I, I don't know... I don't know if there is a right or wrong. Um, I think using the excuse on that, this is one thing I know is a lot of stuff. When it comes to a topic like this, using the, the extreme excuse such as, oh, I don't think beating your kid is right, again, taking the concept out of what I'm talking about out of concept. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I think when you look at, like, I, I don't agree with, I don't think, as soon as they allowed teachers to start telling kids, if your parent ever lays a hand on you, you charge them, yeah. I don't think that was Absolutely absurd. I think that that never should have happened. That was the beginning of the downfall. Because I remember the first time I heard that. First time I fucking thought of bullshit on me, I fucking threw that in his face so fast. Yeah, that wasn't uh, brought to my attention when I was young. Um, although I did call 911 on my father one time. And I, he went to jail for, I believe it was six months for that one. Um I don't know, I'm not going to get too personal on the air, but, uh, I had, uh, I had gotten, I, I had accidentally dumped potato chips on our couch. You see, that is called unjustifiable. And my brother, I got a beating, um, I was hospitalized. My brother tried to interject and, uh, he, he got it worse than I did. Uh, I called 911. My dad went to jail for six months. Um, no, that makes sense. That's, uh, you turned around. Let me 
me ask you this, Eric. If you turned around and stole your dad's car, and he had to chase you down the fucking highway to stop you, if he pulled out his belt and whipped you with a fucking belt ten times, would you call it the same thing? I uh, probably not, but. Uh... Oh, I was mentally damaged enough to never consider that because I'd probably be dead. Um, <laughs> take away the drunken, violent father and replace it with a, just an angry parent because her kid did something extremely stupid and irresponsible and jeopardized his life, others' lives, put his future on the line. Everything. This kid could go away to jail. He could get charges out and his record till he's 18, which still fucks up everything for his future. Again, in my opinion, it begs the question, what, what, what got him to that point? Something made him want to do that. Uh, now, there are kids that just do shit because they're stupid kids, but there are other kids that, you know, they weren't taught properly. Um, he should know that's not a thing you do. Uh, you just don't care when you're a kid. That's true. That is true. I guess, you know, like I said, I can't. I can't judge other families. Um, I hope I'm not faced with such a thing. I'll, we'll probably still be doing the podcast. I'll let you know. That's, that's only 11 years from now. Uh, oh, no, that'd be 15. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> me and my math again. Um, Jesus, I'm bad at math. Uh, <laughs> you know, they say there's three types of people in the world. Those who can do math and those who can't. And I'm a, I'm a mixed freak because I, I have, I'm, I'm good with numbers, but I have numerical dyslexia. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Numbers, but they just end up being the wrong ones. <laughs> my, uh, we'll, we'll see when my daughter's, uh, uh, that old, what she goes through. Cause she's got some attitude. She can go either way. Uh, she has two older brothers. Uh, one, one was a shithead and one wasn't. Um, and again, that's environmental though, but, uh, We'll see. I don't know. I hope it never come. Well, it would never come up because she's a little girl. I mean, thank God I don't have a boy because then it would have to be a conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I do. I feel very lucky for that. I'm honestly glad I didn't have a boy because I would really struggle with things like that. Yeah. Especially one Aurora's size. She's going to. I'm sorry? You know, the, you know, a boy can take that fucking beating a little better than a girl will. Oh, exactly. Um, yeah, and, and, well, no, I shouldn't say that. That's not true. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Maybe he is just a shitty kid. Um, don't exist. I know. Um, I had friends. I had a lot of friends who I just looked at. Even as a young chi- uh, teenager, I looked at my friends. I went, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, why, why are you like that? Why are you like that? I used to love that question. Um <laughs> Uh, and there were ones who had no excuse. There were kids who had everything handed to them who were just shitty to their parents. But then again, I think that's part of the problem, too. You can't give your kids everything and expect them not to be shitty. Um, you have to teach them that you can't have everything. Um, I'm slowly having to teach Aurora that now because up until now, I've given her everything. I could, I will be, absolutely. Uh, but that's okay, she lives with her mother. <laughs> if I, if I uh, throw some fuel on the fire, it's all for the best. 
Her mom needs some stress in her life. Anyway, very much, too much talking about me. Uh, don't beat your kids or do. I don't care. But let us know what you do. Um, but yeah, there's sometimes when I was, I know when I was a young child, I wasn't going to shut up until you hit me. Um, you know, it was stupid stuff, whining in a grocery store because I couldn't have a chocolate bar or something. And it's like to the point where I needed the whole store to hear me and how terrible my mom was. And yeah, she'd smack me once in a while. And that's okay. I, maybe it's not. I don't know. Don't steal your parents' car. There's some, if, there's, if any of you are under uh, legal driving age, uh, don't steal your parents' car. Uh, those of you who are legal driving age, be careful when you steal your parents' car. Uh, don't smoke pot in it. Uh, look, look at the goddamn gas gauge first. And make sure it is at the same level when you return it that it was when you took it. That's just fucking simple. Yeah. Use your heads a little bit. Don't go pick... The devil's in the details, people. What radio station was sit on when you took it? Uh, right. You've got one friend who's goddamn nosy-ass parents. Call your parents every time you fuck up. Don't go to his house and pick them up. Right. I'm looking at you, Pat Huco. Still mad at you. <laughs> I love this because when I, uh, if anyone ever asks, well, well, I'm just I'm sparing you a beating with a belt here, everybody. This is what <laughs> I'm trying to save you the psychological damage now. Uh, yeah, that friend, don't pick him up. Another thing, if anyone ever asks you if so-and-so stayed at your house last night, the answer is always yes. Yeah. Don't worry about, figure out it, everything later when you meet up at the 7-Eleven you hang out at. Until then, just go with yes, he was here, I was with him all night. Simple. Um... Where were we? Uh, gas gauge. Make sure that tires marks on the floor. I like that. I didn't think of that one. Uh, what else did you do when you steal a car? I never did that. We never had to. Limits. Stay off of main roads. Yes. Stay on the fucking highway, you idiot. Um. Don't smoke in the car. That's a good one. Oh, Jesus Christ! We used to get busted for that every time. It doesn't matter what you do. Uh, someone knows you've been smoking in their car, if you're not supposed to. Um, what else can I, what advice can I give so you don't turn out like this kid when you're 13? Uh, don't lie. I, I, how, about, how about this? I'm 44 years old, I'm out of shape, I'm, barely, I'm making minimum wage money right now, and I'm living in my mom's basement. You want to steal cars when you're a fucking kid? Welcome to see your future. Yeah, there you go. Um, and here's the other thing. I'm old enough to have children that age. I have friends who have children older than that. Um, my daughter's oldest brother will be 20 this year. Uh, whatever you think you're getting away with, kids, you're not. Okay? We did it. 
uh, 20 years ago. And our parents did it 20 years before that. Okay, you're not original. Nothing you're doing is new. Uh, so don't think you're going to get away with it. You're, you're not more clever than we were. You're actually probably quite a bit stupider than we were. And we didn't get away with it. So you're not going to. Uh, just so you know, you're not getting away with shit. We know. We always know. Uh, I actually had a lot of trouble with Elizabeth's son. He was uh, uh, 14, uh, just turning 14 when her and I first started dating. Uh, and I would look at him and go, you can't smoke. You're only, oh, wait a minute. I was a year younger than him when I started smoking. Shit. Uh, you can't smoke pot. You're only, oh, fuck. My friends were a year younger than him when we smoked pot. Damn it. Um, this is one thing that I have an advantage over with a lot of this stuff. I can't say shit about drinking because I was an alcoholic by the age of fucking 15. Right. But, besides that point, when it comes to the drugs, I didn't touch any drugs until I was... trying to think now. 19 or 19 years old? Yeah. Time I ever tried it? We, I tried pot, uh, didn't, didn't take to it. Uh, I didn't know, I hadn't seen another drug until I was in my 20s, so. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, dude, I didn't touch any hard shit until my 20s. Yeah, I was 21. I tried mushrooms the first time, that's when I tried. Well, actually, no, that's not 100% true. I think I did punch, no, 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 that was at a high school. Wow. Yeah, I was when I was around 20, I started doing anything else. And for the record, it wasn't weed that got, that was a gateway, it was alcohol. Fuck you, alcohol's a gateway drug. No. Oh, take it from a uh, consummate professional, uh, absolutely. Al al alcohol is absolutely a gateway. Um, and then it becomes an excuse. Yep. Uh, I... The beginning and the end for me almost every weekend was the classic, oh, I just need one line to sober up. Yeah. <laughs> Can I do another line? And then I'd, wake, then I'd wake up Monday morning at a bus stop with one shoe and no money. Yeah. Oh, where's my shirt? What have I done? I have lost another job. Damn it. Oh, um, really weird drug. I enjoy snorting things, and... So coke is kind of fun for me in that sense, but coke as a drug, for the most part, has always been a form of a sedative for me. See, yeah, I've got the same thing with meth, oddly enough. <laughs> um, meth, I don't understand. Meth doesn't even taste good. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, well, it depends. You can. There's a right and a wrong way to do it. I'm not going to educate people on that. Uh, and of course, uh, I, I didn't smoke it for very long. I, I hated snorting it. I uh, didn't smoke it for very long. I, I went, I upgraded right up to, uh, right up to the, uh, uh, I, I don't know a classy way to put it, um, straight, straight, in, straight into the bloodstream. Uh, it's, uh, it's the cleanest way to do it, unfortunately. Um, don't do that, kids. I don't recommend it. There's no clean way to do drugs. They come to Canada in people's asses. Uh, just keep that in mind when you're doing them. They've been in someone's ass. Yeah. Uh, it's called a shitty drug for a reason. 
Exactly. Uh, and uh, well, uh, from what I'm told, I haven't touched cocaine in years, but I'm told it's uh, terrible now. Um, it's not even cocaine for the most part. It usually tests positive for novocaine instead. No, it's 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 the shit you get at the dentist. Um, and just like heroin, and like I said, I don't know if it was on the show or off the show. Where uh, now nine percent, if nine percent of your drug is heroin, that's good. That's considered good now. Um, nine. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, not, I don't want to brag, but when I did coke, it was coke. Yeah, half gram do you for eight hours. Uh, now, not so much. From what I'm told, I don't know, it's been years. It's literally been years. And I say that uh, with, with uh, a lot of uh, uh, happiness and, and self-congratulations. Because for a long time, it, it ran my life. Oh, it was, it was everything. I lost all my friends and didn't care. Um, and God bless them for trying to snap me out of it by leaving me. Um, and they were sick of me pawning their stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, you don't care. Oh, you just don't care about anything. Nothing matters. Except for cocaine. Cocaine matters a lot. I didn't. I never turned to crime because I'm too much of a wuss for that. But uh, easily could have if crime wasn't so difficult. And I, w I would be shitty in jail. I, I couldn't hold up in jail. Uh, yeah, no, I. Places I wouldn't do very well in jail and in the army. I would argue with everybody in full day. Yeah, I've got a big mouth and a little body. I'm not cut out for either of those things. And I honestly think in the army, do you remember Saving Private Ryan? There was that one guy, he was the translator, and every time there was a fight, he was in the ditch crying. Uh, that, that would be me. Uh, I, in a real war situation, I, I guarantee, first thing I would do is shoot myself in the foot and try to get sent home. Hand me a gun. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. We were having this conversation at work today, not about war, but just about, uh, because there's an Irish guy and an Iranian guy, and both uh, have had to deal with, like, I don't know if you remember Ireland in the 80s, but it was uh, just as bad as Israel and Palestine are now. Um, and this kid, this guy actually told the story uh, he would walk to school when he was a little kid, and there was a guy that would walk down his street with an RPG on his shoulder. Wow. Um, and paroled his street with that. Uh, just ridiculous. Uh, the things you grow up with. And we, I, I say this all the time. In Canada, when we say how lucky we are, we don't really think about what we're saying and what other people face. I have never once thought I was going to be shot, except for... A very specific situation, but that's different. I don't wake up every day wondering if I'm going to be shot. And these people were raised with that. They just, every day, that was a question they had to think about. Um, exactly. And uh, psychologically, I couldn't do it, uh, let alone war, uh, where the whole point is to shoot or be shot. Um, 
And there are countries, many countries, where it's mandatory that you serve in the military. Um, I just don't, I don't get it. I couldn't do it. I honestly, I can say that honestly. I could not do it. I couldn't be sent to a country just to kill or be killed. Um, I couldn't handle it. Um, That's one thing I don't like. That's one thing I hate about Americans and their fascination with fucking war with everybody. It's, it's not your war. It's not. You, the people, you're not the one who created it. It's what happened. You're fighting because some dude in a suit in an office that lives in a mansion. You're doing it because... Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. And I have uh, my friend Jason was uh, he enlisted out of high school. He was mad at his parents. He thought that was a good way to get away. And uh, when the when they went to uh, Afghanistan, uh, they came looking for him. He had forgotten, but they came all the way to Canada. He he enlisted in Georgia, where he was from. And they came knocking on his door in Vancouver, trying to send him to Afghanistan. Like 10 years after he had long forgotten about it, but they don't forget. And they were going to say, oddly enough, he was East Indian. Um, so they were basically sending him back to where he was from to kill people he knew. Uh, now, obviously, Afghanistan is not India. I'm not that stupid. But, uh, you know, he, he, he was familiar with the area. He'd been there. He didn't want to go there and kill people. And uh, you're right, it's not their war. Um, and if you hear about the original Desert Storm, uh, many of them didn't know why they were there. No. Uh, there's ones in Iraq right now, I have no idea why they're there. Don't get it at all. Um, Yeah. Wrong people in whose opinion? That brings up another thing. Uh, they announced uh, today uh, the thing about Saudi money and accepting dirty money. What? You're trading human rights for money. Um, everyone's done it. Every mega corporation uh, the Saudis have an interest in. And you have to, it, it, do we question their, their human rights before we accept their money? Uh, the Canadian government uh, getting in on the marijuana thing, the Saudis want to invest in our marijuana. Do we allow them? They don't let women drive. Uh, um, the crown prince who was supposed to change everything when he took over didn't change anything at all. Uh, their human rights there are... The, they're the people we, we just talked about. Well, don't forget, there's also that fucking American journalist that just died in the kingdom's fucking building. Um, exactly. Where the prince was there. Now, do we... What do, we uh, do we fight these people or do we accept them? They're the richest people in the world. They own all our oil. Well, except for our oil. We don't need it. We have our own. We don't need theirs. 
But we do now because we've made, we, we don't use our own. We can't even refine our own. We're so stupidly tied to them in such an ass-backwards way. Um, what do we do about that, though? The people that you and I were just talking about are the same people who are supporting our nations. Uh, the U.S. would be greatly affected if they stopped accepting Saudi money. Just um, what it, they're American corporations running those death squads, let's not forget. Uh, um, Vice President, uh, what the, what's his name, the scary guy who shot his friend in the face. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, uh, I can't even think of his name now. Uh, he owns he owns the corporation that uh, took up the private security interests once the army tried to pull out. Um, the, they hired private security to take over and try to get some of the soldiers out of there, and it's his company that's over there, uh, Holyburn, uh, Halliburton. I'm sorry, Halliburton. Um, so yeah, they're they're the cause of and solution to the problem always have been um i don't get it i don't i don't get why we've gotten involved to the point where now we can't uh it baffles my mind i i don't understand that concept but it, it's where we're at um you know one thing that i like People are, keep mind of using that term very loosely here, but you know one thing that I like about World War Two? <laughs> yeah, please. Um, the fact that it's one of the only wars that's truly justifiable. Yeah. They had to get involved. This wasn't about the fucking somebody's wife. This wasn't some backyard deal thing that was gone wrong. This wasn't a spy. This was a dude that was trying to take over the planet, and he was invading other countries. And the week can't overlook the fact that the America was attacked. Uh, Pearl Harbor was attacked. Um, they got to America and attacked it. If you consider Hawaii America. <laughs> Which Hawaiians don't like to. But, um, yeah, America was attacked. They had every right to at least go to war with Japan. And uh, the, the, the Germans weren't far behind. The Germans were crossing the Atlantic. Um, they were damn close to us. That absolutely was a justified war. I think that was the last one. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's a, one of the only justified fucking wars. Uh, there's a great movie about it. Um, it's kind of a B movie. It's called Fatherland. It stars Rutger Hauer, if you didn't remember him. Um, Rutger Hauer, he was big in the 80s in bad action movies. Uh, but no, he is the main actor, and he's in a lot of stuff. Um, he had a series, like a real bad sort of Rambo type thing, but I can't think what it was. Anyway, there's a movie called Fatherland, and it t it takes place in like the 80s, early 90s, and it's the 80s and early 90s after Germany had won World War II. Very interesting. Um, and there's now, the, the world's been reduced to two countries. There's the United States of America, and there's Germania. 
And these two countries own the entire world, basically. Uh, really interesting movie. And yeah, they, they don't know anything about each other, right? You can't travel between the two. Um, Very closed walls. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's people trying to escape because Nazis run the world. And uh, there's people trying to escape to America to get away. It's really, really neat. I'm, I won't spoil it for you, but it's kind of a B movie, but a really neat concept. That just about what if, what if he had done, what, what if he won? You know, it's uh, scary to think of, but. You know the one thing that stopped, that stopped them from invading Russia? That there was one reason why they could fight. Germany wasn't able to take over Russia. Uh, was it not just the geography? It was the geography and the weather. Russians were very good at just running up north and going, okay, come get us. What had happened was, as Germany was invading into Russia, they were coming, getting close to, like, they were coming close to Red Square. They were there to take over. They were getting that close, where the count had been, like, into the army, because they only didn't have much of the army left over. Um, so the town was basically abandoned. It was just the people. And the mayor, uh, the mayor of the town asked everybody, said, look, we, we're the last stand for all of Russia. So they took stand on the edge of the town. Uh, some arms there, basically. And they had a set of rain, and then a piece of the rain right after. And the German soldiers couldn't charge through the mud. So it slowed them down. So they just were just getting picked off one by one by one because nothing could get through the mud. And then the, the cold hit, and they weren't prepared for that type of winter. Right. Russians obviously were, and they're basically able to wait them out and just them off one by one by one, and they fucking hell Russia. I can't imagine. You know, these, when we think of these, we we think of these big, tough, uh, you know, Tom Sizemore, Tom Hanks-looking guys. These these were kids. My grandfather was 17 years old when he signed up. He lied about his age to get over there. Um, these were these were children. We picked uh, these weren't Gary Oldman fighting fucking Matt Damon. These were little kids. It blows my mind when I think about it. Uh, just uh, the movies did it so wrong. They don't they don't show you little kids, seventeen years old, freezing to death, uh, killing each other for. Yeah, you know, I guess that was a good reason, but not necessarily. I mean, you're still killing some guy you don't know who's just like you and just as scared and and probably just as young. It's odd. If, if we see these old, strong men, but they weren't. This was, uh, when was World War II now? We're going 60 years, I guess. Yeah. These are... Seven? These are... Seventy now. Yeah. These are kids. Oh, it's disgusting to me. And just all the more, when I say I couldn't do it, I sure as fuck couldn't do it when I was 17 or 18. I would be afraid that if I were to go to war, I am pretty sure I would be one of those guys that wouldn't want to come back. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe all that shit that's inside of me that's pent up would have come out. I <laughs> just fucking kill everybody. Yeah. 
Who knows? It really is. This has been a dark episode. <laughs> I'd say there's something contributing to our mood. <laughs> wow. Well, you can't say we don't cover everything on this show. Um, and hey, Remembrance Day is coming up right around the corner. So there's probably going to be a lot more of this talk. Because um, that's a holiday I, I do respect. I try to do something for Remembrance Day every year. Uh, be it just go down to Victory Square and, and be there for the the ceremony. Because um, it's something you got to think about every day. Uh, I have cousins who served in Afghanistan. I have one cousin who did two tours. He's quite a bit younger than me. Um, but very proud Canadian soldier. And I think of him every every Remembrance Day. I, God bless him, he made it home. Uh, fine, as far as I know. Um but, uh, and again, he was a kid. He was 20, 20 years old, something, when he went to Afghanistan. Uh, uh, these, these are, uh, when you think of veterans, you don't think of people 10 years younger than you, but they are. Um, veterans of Afghanistan was brutal. Uh, there was a lot of unnecessary violence, and there was a lot of, uh, he, he has a story where there was a 14-year-old uh, with something in his hand, a cell phone. Um, now, a 14-year-old with a cell phone on the street by himself was generally, that was a detonator. Yeah. He, you had to make that choice. Do I kill this kid? Or do I, do I maybe he's got, maybe he's going to blow up a building. You, you didn't know. And you had to face this shit every day. I couldn't imagine making that choice. Do I kill a 14-year-old kid? Maybe he's just a kid with a cell phone. Or maybe he's a, a terrorist. You don't know. That kind of stuff to to have to make those kind of decisions, and I know the answer to that. I'm not going to give it over the air, but uh, <laughs> uh, I I don't understand how you live with that afterwards. And these people do, and they do it so that we don't have to think about our homes and our safety and our uh, walking down the street wondering if the guy with the RPG might shoot shoot us on the way. Um, we, we don't think about that, ever. So remember that when you say how lucky you are to be Canadian, really think about what that means. Um, because you don't know the half of it. Really, how lucky we are to even be able to have this podcast and say the shit we do. Because there's, there's countries where we'd both be dead right now. The way I speak against our leader, my God. There, so many countries, even the countries that our good friend Mr. Trump is buddy-buddy with, uh, they just kill you for the shit we say every day and laugh about. <laughs> our prime minister is an idiot. <laughs> you die just for that. You die. Their own family members die for saying things like that. Um, which baffles me. I never got that. Hussein killed his whole family. Except for his two sons.
Uh, Gord, do I have you? What was that? I don't know. I just stepped all of a sudden you weren't there. Was that Hussein's family trying to kill us? Uh, maybe we should. <laughs> maybe we should be quiet. Um, that was very strange. <laughs> just a little warning. They can shut us down whenever they want. Apparently. Uh, I thought they did one time. It was really freaky. Um, yeah. So I don't know where we're going with this now. I've lost my train of thought. But yeah, Hussein killing a soccer team. And he would have, too. Yeah, yeah. He did, but he could have. Yeah, well, there's a lot. I think you could say that statement for a lot of things regarding Saddam Hussein. Unfortunately, uh, well, not unfortunately. Fortunately, uh, there was a lot he could have done, but he didn't. Thank God. Um <laughs> <laughs> now I absolutely don't believe in trading blood for oil, but that guy had to go. Yeah, he was gonna start some shit, and if not directly, you know, he was gonna encourage other people to start shit. I feel the same way about Bin Laden. Uh, he wasn't a good dude. Um, bad shit was gonna happen if that guy stayed alive. Yeah, but for the fucking funny thing about that one, though, America created him. I know. Well, America created all of this shit. Yeah. Uh, they never should have gone over there. And I mean, there's a great book about called The Hodge where they talk about it. Uh, you know, every, every major power has tried to conquer that part of the world since the Romans. No one's done it. No one in 400 years has managed to conquer the Middle East. Stop trying. The Romans couldn't do it. The Ottomans couldn't do it. Alexander the Great couldn't do it. Uh, the Russians tried. Uh, the French took over for quite some time. That's why there's so much French uh, mixed in with Persian when you hear them speak. Um, because they were forced to speak French at one point. Uh, every Everyone who's ever had a little bit of power in the world has tried. Uh, the British tried and failed uh, before the Americans. Um, quit trying. You're not going to win. Give it up. Nobody can do it. These people, uh, look where they live. You think anything we can do is more punishment than what they do to themselves every fucking day? Yeah, exactly. These are tough motherfuckers. You're not going to beat them. They live in hell and enjoy it. Uh, stop trying to take them over. Leave them alone. I, I honestly, if I could get involved in politics at a level I would like to, I would completely pull all ties from the Middle East. Fuck their money, fuck their oil, leave them alone. Throw up an, throw up an iron curtain like they used to do and just cut them off completely. They just don't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that's not allowed in the world. Why don't we do that? Just, okay, you're a bad country, you're on your own. We don't trade with you, we don't deal with you, we don't talk to you, you're just... We, why was it so easy to do to little, pathetic Cuba, but we can't do it to anyone else? Yeah, I, I don't know. It makes no sense. Look what it did to Cuba. It ruined them forever. It works really well. Cuba has nothing to offer them, so... And they're devastated. It'll take them a hundred years to be a country uh, worth mentioning. 
why why didn't we do that to Iraq? Or, or why don't we why don't sanctions mean something anymore? Uh, sanctions should be your say. You don't get shit from us, and we don't accept shit from you. It, it seems so simple. Terrifyingly simple. Just okay. You're a bad country now. No one deals with you ever. And all the uh, if you deal with them, then we don't deal with you, and so on and so on. And fuck y'all. You just don't. You don't exist. You know, it used to happen all the time. They threw up a wall in the middle of Germany, and if you were on one side of the wall, the other side didn't deal with you. It was simple. Why is everything so fucking complicated now? Is it, well, because fucking Pepsi and Snapple own the world. Yeah. And Pfizer. Whatever fucking that company, what are they called? The, the, they're the, the pharmaceutical company that owns all the GMO patents. Uh, it, it's not, it's bigger than Pfizer though. Pfizer is a part of this giant mega scary company. No, no, it's I forget what it's called. It's a weird name, but they own they're the one that they own all like the 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 DNA sequences of animals and plants and shit. When it finally gets to that point, they're gonna rule the world. I guess that's what it is. Corporations rule the world, and we're all fucked. Yeah, yeah, we all are. If robots don't if robots don't kill us, we'll just kill ourselves one way. I think it's gonna turn out to be more of a Mad Max type scenario. It's just going to be a desolate, fucked up place. Our money doesn't matter. And uh, you just kill people for, for a tank of gas. Yeah, it goes back to basic trading rules. Yeah, well, they've already said, uh, you know, your your money is going to mean shit when 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 it really comes down to it. Um, you'll be You'll be burning it to keep warm in the winter. That'll be all it's good for. And, uh, yeah, part of me is looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, because we haven't touched on it tonight, and I feel very bad, and I do hope my friend is listening. Uh, Monty, buddy, we haven't forgotten you. Um, just life, life is in the way at the moment. We will be talking to Monty as soon as possible. I didn't t- touch base with him last night. Uh, it's now probably too late to try tonight, uh, but we will get back on uh, on that. Um, yeah, I've definitely got to hear about Monty. Yeah, what the fuck's going on with him? I'm very interested, and I do want to help this guy in any way that we can. Um, that just reminded me because it reminded me of what we were talking about when I ran into him, and I felt I wanted to say something at the beginning of the show, and it slipped my mind. Um, yeah, I want to I want to help this guy. I want to help as much as I can. That's my kind of my new thing. Uh <laughs> that's why I'm doing you know what I'm doing. Um trying trying to help. I I want to help some people. Uh the easiest thing in the world, we've kind of let up on that lately. I want to really get back into that. Uh cuz it was making some progress. Um And then it that fucking hashtag. Oh, oh my god, I haven't told you. You didn't. Uh, you sent me a very uh, cryptic email. No, you didn't. Never mind. Uh, that was different. Uh, yes, tell me. Tell me what you haven't told me. Let's get off this fucking dreary war for a minute. Yeah, 
this, this will this this will uh, cheer you up a little bit. Please. Um, guess who I found on fucking uh, Instagram? Oh my god, I can't wait. Christian Slater. Shut up. I kid you not. So. Slater, and then uh, if I if. So you're, are you like, uh, I don't know how it works on Instagram. You're, is he like following you or you're following him or? Well, I'm following him. He's not following me because they, they, if they want to follow you, I guess that's, they, no, they will, but it's not one of those things where they actually usually follow you back specifically. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do while we're on the air? I'm going to try to get him on Twitter. I, I think you should. I'm a big fan of the Twitter. I uh, It worked for me once. I I met Corey Feldman because of Twitter. I'm still friends with his sister on Twitter. Um, we we talk we we don't we don't talk very often anymore. She she kind of went weird. Um, he did too, though. He's he's getting crazy. I think I don't know. Maybe he's right, but he said someone tried to stab him with a needle, and he, he got all weird, and and then he went off the grid for a while. I'm I'm very I'm excited about his documentary. Um, he's doing a documentary finally about the two Corys. It's called Choreography. Um. He wants to name names and everything, right? <laughs> yeah, he does. He he wants to take the Me Too movement in. Uh, well, he's the big, one of the big guys behind it. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Here's that neat thing. Oh, the Twitter's going crazy. I haven't listened to Twitter. Uh, I haven't been on Twitter in a while. Uh, Chris Galis. Chris Galis, uh, CKNW, or sorry, uh, CKNW and uh, Global News Celebrity, um, and my arch nemesis, although he doesn't know it. Uh, <laughs> we can debate all along what's the best name to use for the plant our country has just legalized. But deep down, we all know that jazz cabbage is the way to go. <laughs> God. Jazz cabbage. Is that what we're calling? Ah, Galus, I hate you. Only because I'm jealous. Uh, call on, call my show. Be on my show. Um, anyway, sorry, that, getting off topic. Let's let's look up. That's funny, jazz cabbage. I can't see anyone calling it that. <laughs> What's the cool? I heard someone call it grass today. And. <laughs> Uh, I I don't remember a time when it was called grass. That was before my time. But uh, what's what's the cool? T- is it is there something new and hip that I don't know? That you call weed? Yeah. Well, every, lately everybody's using the proper term, which is cannabis. Right. Uh, so that seems to be the most common that I for the most comfortable. Oh, there's our. There's our ambulance. All right, here we go. I'm looking up Chris and Slater on the Twitter. Okay, I've got Chris and I got Chris and Slater. I got Chris and Slater fans. 
And Christian Slater has started following his fans on uh, October 13th, 2015. So uh, I'll go with Christian Slater and Christian Slater fans. It's a picture of him. I don't know if it's really him. Let's see. No, no. The fans are fan clubs. Yeah, no, I understand that. There's two different ones. There's Christian Slater, and then there's the second one that's Christian Slater fans. And it's very excited that Christian Slater started following Christian Slater fans at one point. Um, I voted today. Florida allows any voter. Is he in Florida? I guess he is. He is in Florida. Uh, seems to be talking quite a bit about a, an election in Florida. Uh, Big federal election that they're setting up for. I've got uh, the Late Show with. Well, that's back in August. The Late Show. With Kristen Slater and that fat James Corden. Oh yeah. Uh, here's Kristen Slater on Jimmy Kimmel. I don't know why Kristen Slater would post Kristen Slater on Jimmy Kimmel. I wonder if this is maybe not him. What do you mean? Why wouldn't he? Yeah, I don't know. He's still promoting himself. Eric Idle. He's friends with Eric Idle. That's cool. All right. Uh, okay, I'm now. I'm gonna tweet him. Oh, uh, how do I forget how to send a private message? Uh, let's see here. Ooh, that's an ugly picture. I like that. Why doesn't he do more? I'm. Well, there's a Heather's coming out, uh, a remake of Heather's. Uh, that's terrible idea. That's gonna suck huge. One of the greatest movies ever made, but it's gonna suck huge. This remake. Um, well, I, I'm surprised they haven't approached to pump up the volume. Either a remake or a sequel would be the, the obvious thing. That was such a good movie, too. I, uh, what would they do in a sequel? I mean, it never really ended. They just took off in the Jeep. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot you can do with it. Okay, what are we tweeting? I'm writing. Help me with this. Hey, buddy. Okay. Um, any talk of... And ask him about that. Has there been, ever been any talk about doing another pump up the volume? Hey, my name is Eric and Gord. <laughs> Our name is not my name, asshole. My name is Eric and Gord. I have a podcast called My Podcast with Eric and Gord. <laughs> hey, Eric and Gord here. As if he's supposed to know. Eric and Gord here. For Anchor.fm. <laughs> From Anchor.fm. Make sure you follow the hashtag Anchor.fm. Um, oh, yeah, hashtag Anchor.fm. From uh, hashtag Anchor.fm. And the internationally renowned podcast. Because we've been, we've been, I, I, we had a listener in Germany for a while. Um, right. So we are enjoyed in three countries, and I, I broadcast that quite often, uh, that we are internationally acclaimed. Um, Anchor.fm. Eric and Gord here from Anchor.fm. Uh, from Anchor.fm's internationally acclaimed podcast. Uh, and our German friends, uh, Van Canto, also aware of us. So there you go. 
huge Germany connection. Uh, so uh, thanks for not uh, hating us after the war, I guess. Yeah. Or maybe they do. That's why they haven't been on the show yet. That could be. I wonder. Germans wouldn't tell you anyway. No, they wouldn't. No, they're too smart for that. Internationally acclaimed podcast, Eric Brennan, is it just me with Gord Strain? Which we have to work on. I want to talk to you about that. Um, Not a show conversation. This whole tweeting thing is not a show conversation, but uh, this show has kind of gone off the rails anyway. Um, And it's going to probably have to be cut uh, because we're an hour and 38 uh, minutes into it. It's very late for you, are you? It's 1 o'clock. We are anxiously awaiting your appearance on our show. <laughs> uh, I'm running out of on our show anytime and every time you want. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'll tweet that, and then I'll ask the the big question: Has there been discussion? I'm sure there has of a Broken Arrow sequel. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Of a pump up the volume sequel. Because it would be neat to find out where they went after yeah. that. Uh, Did they go to another country and do the same sort of basic idea of trying to bring out more free speech? Be interesting. We could put them in fucking North Korea doing a fucking underground radio there. Where are those characters now? Uh, they were in high school in what year was Pump Up the Volume? 80 something. Yeah. Uh, and they're they were grads, right? There was they were seniors in high school, I believe. Yes. Um. So they'd be what? Roughly ten years older than us. They'd be roughly our age. Our age or slightly older. Well, I graduated in '96, so uh, you graduated in '92. 94. 94, okay. 94 or 95, I don't know. Uh, sorry for the lame-ass fan question. How about a sequel to Untamed Heart? No, oh, that's funny. He died in the end. Uh, my, one of my all-time favorite movies, by the way. That's still one I can watch every day, Untamed Heart. Love that movie. Yeah, uh, that one I don't remember. Him and... Uh, uh, Marissa Tomei, and he's the weird guy who works in the kitchen at the diner she works at, and uh, she's getting, she's about to be raped, and he saves her, and every, everyone thinks he's a freak, but she knows he's really sweet. No, I don't know the And he's got a congenital heart defect, and uh, they finally get together, and he dies. Um, great. I love it. It's just the worst ending ever. Um yeah, it's, it's one of those movies where it's really, really happy until the end where he just dies for no reason. And it just ruins your life because you're so happy for this couple. I love that. I don't know why Hollywood has, has 
steered so far away from uh, the great ending where people die. Because, uh, God, it, it's rewarding. Yeah, just like fucking, uh, that's why I love the last Avengers movie. I have not seen it. I've never actually seen an Avengers movie or something. I've seen all of them. I am a fan of those types of movies. And, spoiler alert for anybody uh, who hasn't watched yet, that's been living under a rock, um, the end of the movie ends with half of everybody dying. Oh, yeah, hey, there's a thing, uh, fans, uh, if you, if you don't like the spoiler alert, I don't care. Uh, just so you know, I'm always going to get spoiler alerts here. I won't say spoiler alert before I spoil something. I'm just going to fucking do it. So, uh, that's something you should just know about me. That's what I do. And people, oh, don't ruin the ending. Well, then don't fucking ask me the question. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's just something I do. Uh, just so you people, I don't know. I've, I've never said that, but yeah, I don't give a shit. Um, and I'm not, I don't care. You, you're not going to ruin the movie for me ever. I'm that guy. I don't care. If you tell me the ending, it doesn't ruin it. Yeah, and I, I, I hate these goddamn purists who go, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm not going to tell you because I don't want to ruin it. Well, I, there's a reason I asked you to tell me. I'm not going to watch it for four years. Um, and when I do, I'm not going to remember this conversation. So just fucking tell me because I asked you. So then, oh, I don't want to ruin it. No, I'm asking you, how does it end? I, that may decide whether I watch it or not. Um, so please, don't, oh, I don't want to ruin it. No, fuck you, I asked. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that, that's just a thing. Um, but I will ruin it for you. Uh, unless you like go away from me and not like, like I'm not listening and run away with your fingers in your ears. I'll just keep talking until you do. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Uh, if you, if you don't want to, just don't bring it up if you don't want to know. <laughs> Plain and simple. Uh, yeah. Um, Wow. I, I, don't, I don't know what else. So I've sent off the tweets. Um, there we go. Let's actually try to get this guy. I, I, I was so, so inspired by my Feldman experience that uh, I want to see if I can get Christian Slater to follow me. That's a good idea. Uh, hashtag, uh, let's, what, what can we hashtag? Hashtag need to meet, hashtag, I don't know, something about Slater. Slater on my podcast. Slater on my podcast. Uh, okay, I'll get off Chris and Slater, I'll just do a tweet. I, can, I can't get Chris Galis. Hey, Galis, if Slater comes on before you, uh, that's, we're going to have issues, buddy. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why... I don't know why Galen thinks he's so much better than me, other than because he is. Uh, Only in success. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Um, and well, I haven't been on CKNW in since May. Uh, since it's it's very hard for me to listen to the radio. Oddly enough, AM radio is hard to come by nowadays. Um, yep. I we we had a good thing going with uh with drax there i would like to rekindle that if we can um i still think he was stealing our stories yeah uh but how do i just get back to my fucking why is twitter complicated uh okay where's me i'm going to my twitter page where uh by the way uh people you can listen to us on twitter every night we're there um 
as, as soon as I push stop on this, it's published on Twitter. But well, long before I edit it and put it on Anchor, you get the, the full meal deal on Twitter. I can't control that. Okay. Uh, remember, I showed you that when I when I first introduced you to the podcast. We were sitting at the at, at the Jack Lonsdale's, and we record we recorded like one second, and then it went on. Yep, I remember that. That sucks when you forget that. <laughs> I'll tell you. Uh, I've posted a lot of three-second shit. Uh, we don't have a Twitter page. I guess we should do that. I have one, but we don't have one. Yeah, I guess we should. So much to manage. I would like. I need someone to manage uh, my social media. Um, I, as, as everybody knows, I tried that once. It didn't go so well. But I, w- I would be open to someone doing it again. Okay, so. People who follow me, of which there's very few, although there is uh, uh, one famous one. I uh, God damn it, I'm going to have to look up his name. How terrible am I? Uh, but the red-headed kid from Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's cool. We're, we're Twitter buddies. Um, I don't know why he did it. Uh, well, I guess it was the Corey Feldman thing. He started following me because that was pretty epic. A lot of people did. Who don't anymore, but they did briefly. Um, yeah, he's one of them who's, who's stuck around with me, though. That's funny. Uh, ooh, targeted shooting in Abbotsford. Abbotsford's getting exciting again. There's all kinds of wars going on there. Um, someone just died at 7 o'clock. He's targeted shooting in, in Abbotsford. Uh, okay, what am I doing? I'm going, okay. There is no wasted bullet. That's true. Okay, Eric and Gord need want Eric and Gord need help. Need meeting Christmas later. I'll do this later. I'll get some good out for us. Okay. And I'll start a I'll start a uh, Eric and Gord uh, Twitter thing. I'll do that tonight. Uh, we do have a uh, Facebook page that nobody goes to because uh, it's terrible and I don't update it. Um, it was good for a while. Uh, I was paying actually for it. Uh, cause you can pay and Facebook, uh, you know, all the evil shit they do, they'll do it for you for a very low price actually. No, sure. I know. Cause I got to do that for my knife sharpening site. I, uh, I had it so that when you're, whenever your, uh, your phone is loading and it puts up a picture while it's loading, uh, that picture was our logo. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it was really cool. And we got, like, a huge response on our Facebook page, and then I stopped going to it. Oh, shit. And now I don't remember the password, so I can't even go to our... I can go as a fan and look at our Facebook page. I just can't do anything with it. Maybe I should start a new one. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, just before we say goodnight here, because this has just been babbling for a while... Uh, we are, I, I believe, now I haven't talked to Gord about this yet, and I don't know how big of a, or how immediate it's going to be, but I think it's time now uh, that we considered rebranding the show. I, I don't believe it's the Eric Hunt with Gord show anymore. I think it's uh, definitely a 50-50 thing, and uh, it's time to rebrand. So anyone with an idea for a title, please get in touch with us in one of the 150 ways you can, including call me directly, 604-655-9630. Um, I think it's time we, uh, 
we we make this more you know it's it's not my show anymore um so it's something i wanted to talk to you off uh, off air about and still will but uh let's let's get everybody involved as we always do uh and they don't um <laughs> as we always ask them to do uh, i think i've considered it i even started coming up with some new logos today uh eric and gord whatever um i don't I don't, we could go with that. Eric and Gord, whatever. <laughs> Eric and Gord, we know you're not going to call. <laughs> Eric and Gord, just fucking leave us alone. <laughs> okay. No, that's the opposite of what I want. Don't leave us alone. <laughs> uh, we've been alone for too long. Be on the Eric and Gord, we want you on our show, show. I don't know, something. Um... Clearly, folks, we need help with this, so give us some ideas. We need help with everything. I'm still waiting for that producer to call. Um, Eric, how about this? Eric and Gordon, let's get corny. Let's get corny. <laughs> Little corn joke for you there. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, thank God corn season's over for a while. We can uh, all relax. Um... I've actually, I was thinking about that today. How weird is that? Uh, I was thinking about like next corn season. Because uh, it's going to be on my mind when it happens. I'm surprised. I get maybe there's just an abundance of corn because we've got that great Chilliwack corn here. I don't think it happens here like it did there. Um, but I, I can't wait to be a part of it. I really want to start uh, spending more time there. Uh, because I, I have no, the whole point of, of you uh, and your Ontario-ness was to enlighten us. Uh, because we're very clueless about Ontario here. Um, we hate... And I want to know more about it. Uh, because we think, we think that, but we don't know anything about you. Other than the Ford. Uh, Ford has brought you into the limelight uh all you had before that was the maple leaves and we all hate the maple leaves we don't know why um we 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 have this rivalry that's fake because nobody knows why we have it we just decided oh that's that's a rivalry uh probably just because we're the only two big canadian teams in the nhl uh although the canucks are crap um have been for a long time they're even worse now because just imagine crap without the draw of the CDs. Um, you can say what you want about Vancouver, but remember one thing. The Leafs have been, have been shit since 1960 fucking eight. That's true. That's true, but Canucks have never won a cup, ever. They haven't been around since the 60s. Ah, well, that's the... Uh, yeah, it depends what side of the... F- the, the diehard fans will tell you we did win one cup, uh, but that was back when it was the Vancouver Canadians, and they were based in Victoria. Um, that's funny. Uh, it depends. If you're a diehard fan, they weren't a different team at all. Uh, but if you're me, uh, yeah, they were a totally different team. That's bullshit. Um, you know, I did some session work for a band called the Paper Boys, a Celtic band from Vancouver Island. Uh, they went on to win a Juno on that. 
on that record. Uh, I I am listed in the liner notes on the record. Uh, so technically, I can walk around saying I'm a Juno Award-winning musician. Um, I don't. <laughs> That's not, you know, uh, same thing, Canucks fans. You're not a, a winning team. Um, you're just in the liner notes somewhere. <laughs> And that's all you'll ever be. Exactly. And I'll probably not ever have a Juno. Um, but it's, no, it's never too early to start fishing for that uh, People's Choice Podcast Award for 2019. That's right. Um, I don't. I'm sorry, my friend. Uh, sorry, someone's asking me for a cigarette. I'm heading back into the, the fray. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, where were we? I don't know, babbling about hockey. That's another conversation we could have that we don't, because um, I don't follow it. Uh, I don't follow it deeply at all. It would be fun for a, for a, we should have a sports segment on the show. It would be hilarious, because neither of us know anything about sports. Hey, did you hear those two teams played last night? Yeah, I heard one of them won. Yes. That's what always I love. Before we, I love that about the Olympics. Olympic hockey announcing is the greatest thing ever. When they're, they get, they get these two knobs every four years. Like, I really think the team that's going to win is the one who has the most points at the end of the game. You know, you're absolutely right about that. And the only way they're going to get those points is by putting pucks in nets. Oh, well, that's true. That's how you get the point. Like, and they go on for the whole fucking game with this shit. I think the... The best way to get the puck in that net is to have it on your stick while you move your legs in a scissor-like fashion <laughs> toward the opposing goal. Well, thank you, guys. Oh, God. We must be coming up on one of those soon. What is it? Uh, there was 14, there was 18. Oh, we're a couple years away. Or is there a 2018 Olympics? I don't know. No, no, it was every four years. Yeah, well, it was 2010, then it would have been 2014, and then there should be a 2018. Did they have the Olympics this year? I don't remember. Oh, neither. <laughs> Maybe they did. Oh, shit, they probably... Oh, yeah! Uh, I don't know. It was 2016, wasn't it? Was it? No. If it's every four years, it must have been 14 and 18. I don't know. Did, I, I we, we completely miss an Olympics? Where was it? It wasn't Russia. Russia was 14. That was, oh, it was, oh, no, Brazil. Was it the China one? Yeah, I guess it was. That's something we'll talk about another time. Uh, because uh, they're throwing their hat. Uh, Calgary is bidding. Calgary wants the Olympics back. And I don't understand why, because no country has ever benefited from getting the Olympics. No. It cost them a fucking fortune. Always. And uh, I don't know why Calgary... The only thing that makes sense is because they've already got the infrastructure. They've got everything left over from 88. They can do it. They don't have to build anything. Yeah. Um, it's all still there. You can go there in the summer. And uh, do Olympic events. And in the winter, you can do, you can like bobsled and shit. It's really expensive, but it's fun. Uh, anyway. Yes, we do. This is stupid. Uh, I apologize to everybody for this stupid, stupid show. Um, it was a weird one, that's for sure. It was.
Every once in a while, there's one that just goes off the rails. I've had them on my own, too, where I just battle on. Um, uh, but it was fun. It's always fun. Um, so, uh, yeah, everybody, I'm just going to say goodnight. Goodnight. I don't know when we're coming back. I'll be back tomorrow because I, I'll do the Spreaker show if I don't do our show. Uh, I'll, I'll pipe up on Spreaker and play some music. A very strong possibility of the release of a new Rocky Fortune song uh, today or tomorrow. A very Gord-inspired song that I've been working on. Um, a really neat... Uh, uh, it's a love song. It's a lovey love song. Um, but a little sarcastic. Anyway, that could be up tomorrow. I don't know. Well, I look forward to it. Uh, it's going to be a good one. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I, 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 do you know if we'll be hearing from you tomorrow? Uh, quite possibly, yes. Cool. Look forward to it. Um, and in the meantime, I will keep checking for Christian Slater. I'll keep checking for messages from you wonderful people out there. Hey. Oh, God, I hate Halloween. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening uh, those of you who do my friends in Ashburn my friends in Edmonton and uh, my good friend Gord I look forward to talking to you all again tomorrow until then take care of each other be good you motherfuckers <laughs> and that's where I'll cut it off um, holy shit is it noisy tonight uh, is Kristen Slater following me yet no Oh yeah. Well, I just assume at four in the morning he's sitting around checking random, checking for treats from random Canadians. Uh, oh yeah. Are they really? Is it? Isn't there another one? Or is that just? I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're you're all. You're all Eastern time, aren't you? Uh, yes. Weird. Yeah. All right. Well, that was something. Um, real, real quick. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to change the title too drastically because we do have a lot of listeners, and I don't want to throw them off too much too quickly. But uh, at the very least, it should be, is it just us or something like that until we come up with something better. In my humble opinion, uh, it's definitely not my show by any means. So, uh, it's not mine alone either. So, I mean, it, it's our show. We, we, we do this together. I think it's time we acknowledge that a little more. I didn't know it was going to go the, as far and as fun as it has. So, um, you know, I don't think either of us thought much when we started. Oh, not really? Um, <laughs> But it just seems to get better and better. So, yeah. I'll suit you some of the logos I made. They're just those cheesy ones I make, but they're they're Eric and Gord instead of Eric with Gord. That's awesome. Um, although you'll you'll end up taking over one of these days, I'm sure. <laughs> Too lazy for that. I'm gonna be the one that goes to all the fan meetings, and they're all gonna go, "Where's Gord?" I'm gonna, ah, fuck. It's <laughs> all I ever hear. I have a tweet. Oh, that's so funny. I got a tweet about the Canucks. <laughs>
Like just as we were, yeah, that's weird how the internet listens to you. Um, yeah, I got a tweet from Global about the Canucks. So Galus is listening. So Galus, if you can get us in touch with Christian Slater, do it. Um, and yeah, buddy, we'll uh, we'll uh, talk more tomorrow, I guess. And I'll come up with some topics and we'll have a more streamlined show. This has been a screwy week, but uh, obviously there's reasons for that. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, So go get some sleep. I'm definitely going to. And uh, thank you again for your help today. Uh, Huge help. No worries. Glad I could. Um, I'm going to talk to them and see if I can get a check next time but uh if not um it'll it'll be the same thing next friday yeah no worries awesome i got you back buddy i love it thank you um there will be more you can take some next time i know i owe you a few bucks so i'm not worried about it i know but i am (laughs) uh so yeah i'll get this up as soon as i can there's not much to edit luckily um and I have data again because I, I I paid five bucks to get some data, so it should post pretty easily tonight. Cool, awesome. Um, sorry, I'll, I'll be right with you. Uh, tr- crazy people are trying to talk to me, so I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> All right, man. Have a great night. Talk to you later. Okay, I'm glad these headphones I bought suck. Uh, and... uh...